0: This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co.
1: Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the your mark on the world show this episode is produced for good crowd info and we are excited to have an extraordinary guest really one of my great friends in the crowdfunding world Richard Bliss the host of funding the dream on Kickstarter Richard thank you very much for joining us it's such a pleasure to connect with you again
2: Devin, how am I supposed to respond to that? Um, but yes, I'm thrilled to be here. So, And yes, you are one of my favorite people in the crowdfunding world as well. So thank you for the invitation. It's always fun to come back.
0: Well, you're, you're kind. But you really have become one of the most recognized, respected, and really uh, appreciated people in the crowdfunding community, especially the, that, that Kickstarter community that has such a strong... I think a strong following, a
2: strong sense of community. And yeah, there is. There's a, a very strong sense of community. I think it's what's contributed to its success so, so far. So tell me a little bit about how did you get started with all of this, Richard? You know, I'm, uh, my background is marketing. I've been a ex- software executive for my entire career, 20, 25 years. And uh, a few years ago... I pursue hobbies, and I use my hobbies to pursue and teach myself some of the things that the younger generations just do naturally. And, and when you start getting older, Devin, you know how it is. You start getting older, and it's hard to learn some of this new stuff. And so I'm always looking for ways to experiment. And so I have a hobby. I have an alter ego out there uh, that I use to experiment, to teach myself how to, you know, how to use Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook, uh, all of those different things that sometimes parents aren't supposed to know how to do, and their kids kind of hide out there and... Uh, what happened was, is that as I was experimenting, using, and learning all these tools, came across what Kickstarter was doing in a couple of the niche markets that I dabbled in, and recognized something profound was happening. Uh, you know, in the software industry, things move so fast, and I recognized those same principles were being applied to the crowdfunding as it touched each one of these industries and markets. And I thought to myself, "Wow, there's a lot of people who are participating because they're early adopters." innovators, people who are out there early, but maybe they're not connecting the dots. And that's what I did, is I started to help people connect the dots. What's going on here? Um, Because when you get involved, you you see your success as kind of as a local success, but when you take all these local successes and spread them across the the world, literally the world, patterns start to emerge, and that's that's what I did. I'd never done a podcast before, started doing my podcast to help people understand how they were fitting into this big movement that was happening and how they were part of that.
0: Well, it really is a fun space to be playing in, and you're right, it it is an interesting connection where there are so many young people who are being successful. What's interesting to me, sometimes they uh, they seem to be successful without having to think about how to be successful. I spend a lot of time trying to think about how one would be successful in crowdfunding, and so it's interesting to see some really get it. Of course, not everyone. That's there true. are some really fun things going on on Kickstarter right now. I wonder are, if you would comment maybe about potato salad or the coolest cooler. What, what are you seeing that's interesting out there?
2: Well, let's talk about potato salad because this has actually caused some controversy in the Kickstarter and crowdfunding space, but particularly Kickstarter. So for our, your watchers, our listeners, people who are tuning in, potato salad is a gentleman who went out on Kickstarter and decided he wanted to raise, I think, $10. And the ten dollars was going to be used to make potato salad, and that 's it, ladies and gentlemen. That was his Kickstarter campaign ten dollars and you know it was a bit of a joke, but it was kind of not a joke. Um, can would Kickstarter approve a ten dollar campaign, and now it has exploded uh, It got coverage all over the news, all the traditional media, social media and I, I'm not sure where he's up, well over $100,000 to make Potato Salad, and it's, and it's spawned a whole series of copycats as well. But the controversy has been, is this something that's appropriate for something like the Kickstarter platform? And there are some that claim that this violates the spirit of Kickstarter, which is a way to help funding for artists, for the creative types, and instead this is kind of turning it into a joke and siphoning off attention and money. That's one of the arguments that's out there about a campaign like Potato Salad.
0: So what's your take on it personally? Do you think it was inappropriate for Kickstarter to approve it? Was it inappropriate for people to back it? Was it inappropriate of him to want to post it? Or, nope. or is it all just fun
2: and games and we should just enjoy it? It is. So I am not in the camp that this was inappropriate. Quite the opposite. Look, I the reason I'm so passionate about crowdfunding is because traditionally growing up, you and I, you know, We'd have dreams, but it always came down to money that was always in the way of your dream. There were those few people who understood and figured out how to break through that barrier, but so many, many of us have a mind block that I can't achieve my dreams because I can't have, there's no money. I need to go to the bank and get a loan. I need to go ask my rich uncle. I need to do something, and I need money to do it. What this does and continues to do, and I love these type of campaigns, it is opening up people's eyes and inspiring them to say, look, if you have a good idea, if you have something that resonates with other people, if you have a good story, and if your crowdfunding campaign is story worthy, the crowd will respond. And that's this is like a, it's opening another door. It's breaking down another barrier that it's allowing people to say, wow, well, if he did potato salad, maybe I could do... Whatever, and we don't know what that is. It's only. I mean, market. what could be
0: less meaningful than potato salad? That's kind of the point, right? This in the most positive
2: way, right? It means you can fund anything, anything, and it doesn't have to have. It doesn't have to have a, a, a bigger purpose. It doesn't have to have lots of something around it. Nope, it only has to have a story. And people really, the crowd wants to be heard. The crowd wants to participate in this whole concept of storytelling that's going on, on that crowdfunding is so much of and that social media is so much of. And the two of them are coming together like this magic uh, combination of storytelling with the, a way of financially, reward, financially rewarding good storytellers. And potato salad is just a good story. Now, the second, third, fourth, and fifth copycat potato salads are missing the point. They're not the story. Being the first – the charles lindbergh is much more important than being the second
0: the, the, there's yeah no one knows the name of the guy who was the second one to fly across the atlantic ocean you're exactly right tell us now a little bit about your take on the coolest cooler i mean this, this is a huge campaign
2: it is it's a huge campaign and it failed the first time he tried it it failed He's going to be on my show, Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, and we're going to talk about how he retooled and came back and did that. But he put that campaign out there, and it didn't work. He then came back, retooled, and I don't have the details yet. I will when I get a chance to talk to him. Is He figured out, let's tell the message in a, in a slightly different way. Let's tell a better message. And if, if Again, for our listeners and watchers who haven't seen it, this is way cool. Not to use a pun, but it's a cooler that does everything. And you get a chance to go check it out, but he put together a really nice video that was very personal, and then he just touched on – the timing is perfect, right? Height of summer, these coolers, and again, he started to get that momentum, that word of mouth, and it really went out there, and it just took off. And and it is. It's a cooler that's been redefined.
0: It, It looks like your ordinary cooler, but it incorporates a blender and a phone charger and a stereo with speakers it's it's really quite amazing
2: right it's got dividers it's got it's yeah it's it it's got wheels big wheels it's got everything that you could think of bottle openers on it uh everything you could think of he he crammed into this thing and people are like this is this is kind of cool right it's almost the iphone of coolers yeah eight and a half million dollars so far worth of cool right yeah
0: Worth fascinating, a fascinating example of crowdfunding success. Well, what else are you seeing in your world that's interesting?
2: What, we could talk about several other different campaigns, but I'll tell you what I keep seeing, and this is, this is why I got excited several years ago to get into this space. There is an entire ecosystem that's being built up around each category in crowdfunding. Uh, on Kickstarter, they have a whole bunch, and they keep starting to subdivide those categories tighter, uh, smaller and smaller. Because when they subdivide a category, it just gets bigger. And what's happening is as an ecosystem is building up. Traditionally, products and services are brought to market through a value chain of suppliers and, and people participating in that, whether it's software, hardware, whether it's bringing bananas from Ecuador. It doesn't matter that there's always a value chain, and each step along the way, each entity in that value chain is invested in keeping that value chain going. What crowdfunding does, and Kickstarter has been very good at that, is shifting that value chain, sometimes cutting out entire middle sectors of that value chain and allowing a connection between the creator and the project backer in such a way that traditional business people who are used to an exchange of of money for services are baffled. They're, They're befuddled, to use that word. I love using that word. They're befuddled by why would people give money for this, when you know, I'm selling a product that does something, whatever. And they, they forget that it's this, this new ecosystem that's being built up around it. And so that's what I'm seeing, continuing success, is it, art. Comic books are doing really well on Kickstarter. Comic books, why would I care about comic books? Think about Guardians of the Galaxy that just came out uh, this week that's doing phenomenal at the movie theater. Comic books are a hot property because they feed into a bigger money. Comic books – Kickstarter is the second largest publisher of comic books in the world. Board games continue to do very well. Now games are the single largest category on crowd on Kickstarter, raising tens of millions, approaching $100 million a year of people pouring money because these are community storytelling devices that allow people to come together. Dance is continues to be one of the most successful category, categories on Kickstarter. And each time you see this, you're seeing this ecosystem – People who specialize now in helping, people who specialize in in providing art, in providing tooling, manufacturing. I had one guest. His name is JT. His company is called The Game Crafter. What they do is that if you – Devin, if you have a game idea, let's suppose you and your kids are sitting around and you've got a game idea. You sketch out some artwork and write up some rules. Game Crafter allows you to upload that art, that hand-sketched art and those rules, and a week later – Your game arrives in a box with cards, with the art printed on it, dice, tokens, everything you needed. You didn't have to do anything. You just uploaded it, and a week later, this thing that you and your kids sat around and designed shows up in your hands. Kickstarter, the funding and the capital that's – excuse me. The funding and capital – I'm getting so excited. I'm shaking the camera. (laughs) It's feeding into this, whether it's gaming, whether it's a cooler, whether it's the Hexo helicopter. I don't know if you've seen that one, the drone. That one's so cool. You use your iPhone, you pick a aspect, you tell it to follow you. Now you go jogging and the drone acts as your own surveillance camera and follows you based on the, the aspect that you've told it to follow you. Off to the side, up above, extreme sports people are using this. So you know, a biker or a surfer tags the drone, says follow me, and now goes surfing and the drone just follows them recording the whole time. These kind of ideas, this creativity is exploding and crowdfunding is providing this funding, this 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 fuel for these for these ideas. There you go. I'm gonna stop talking because it's your turn. It's your show. No,
0: I I want to drop another quarter in and have you keep going. I want you to go. I want you to take Riff just a minute on the lessons that you would take from that community. So all these creative people who are being so successful, raising hundreds of thousands of dollars and tens of thousands of dollars for a potato salad and coolers, how do you take, what are the lessons for people who are trying
2: to raise money for a social cause? Okay, social causes get a little tougher um, because it's one thing for me to give you money and then you send me that way cool cooler or that cool drone or a board game. Social cause is a little tougher, as you know, because now I'm giving you money to achieve something that is possible as a group that I couldn't possibly do as an individual. And so some lessons here are, if you're a project creator for a cause, it all comes down to content. It all comes down to storytelling. You have to work on that story. Now, the cooler guy and the drone people, they have a story-worthy project, and they didn't necessarily really have to build their crowd for them because the project itself was story worthy enough to build the crowd on the fly, to use the drone pun. But what you have to do is that you have to go build your crowd first. And this is – I've been on your show before, and I always talk about this. You, crowdfunding is like crowd surfing. If you leap and you haven't built the crowd first, that landing is going to be extremely painful. You've got to build your crowd. How do you build your crowd? Um, one of my most recent episodes of my show was talking about the art of the comment. If you want people to pay attention to what your cause is, pay attention to their cause. They're going to be blogging about it. They're going to be tweeting about it. They're going to be posting on Facebook. They're going to be writing about it. They're going to be posting on Forbes about it. Go out, take the time, use your real name, and post comments. Not comments that say, look at me, look what I've got. No, comments that say, thank you for sharing this this has really been helpful for me. Here's how it's been helpful, and here's how I'm applying what you just shared with me. You start doing that, and people start to notice. People start to get to know your name because the people who are reading those articles are also reading the comments, and that's a great way for you to bootstrap and start off by getting some awareness because that's the number one thing that people come to me, Devin, is, okay, I've got this idea. I've got this cause, and I said, okay, do you have your crowd? No, that's what I'm going to use crowdfunding for Well, no, you have a crowd problem. You don't have a funding problem. There's no such thing as crowd crowding. I mean – That's right. Right? (laughs) You can't shortcut that. You've got to go put the work in to build the crowd, and that is – I mean I can just hammer away at that one and hammer away. Sometimes you get lucky, and the product itself or the cause itself – you know, a hurricane. A hurricane hits. We've got two hurricanes barreling down on Hawaii. The chances that we get a chance, you know, the Red Cross is perfect at this. You know, text in $10 and support the hurricane efforts in Hawaii. Boom. There's going to be millions of dollars pouring in to make that happen. But if you have something that's a little bit more personal and local, you've got to figure out a way to touch the crowd because they're not – you've got to make them care as much as you do. They're not going to care more than you. You're the, realize you care the most. But you've got to get them to care at least as much as you do. And that, that takes some work, and you've got to show that you're willing to give into that. And so that's usually just one of the biggest ones that I share.
0: Well, that is a great insight, Richard. And uh, I'm excited to have you share that message and your other insights. You're, you're you're wonderfully entertaining. You'll be speaking at the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. I'm calling it Crowdfunding. Good Crowd 14 on September 26th at Snowbird here in Utah, and uh, you'll be a delight to have speak there. I really appreciate you coming to speak at that conference.
2: I'm thrilled for the invitation. I'm thrilled to come because, yeah, we get to talk about – because I'm just talking about my little world of crowdfunding, right? Uh, at your conference, you've got such a wide range. Crowdfunding is so much bigger than just even what I'm talking about. It really
0: is. We've got all kinds of people coming, but you are going to be a real star, a real standout, and a popular speaker at this conference, I'm sure, because you have the uh, double threat of being smart and entertaining.
2: Oh. (laughs) Hey, don't forget good looking. My wife always... (laughs) (laughs) Triple (laughs) threat. Holy cow. Triple threat. <laughs> Holy cow. No,
0: yeah, no. I think it's going to be a great conference, and you will be a highlight for sure. I really appreciate you coming out to that, and uh, really, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. There, there are still a few tickets left. I think this is going to sell out, and so we want to be careful that people uh, get their tickets early because I don't think there will be room late in September or at the door to uh, to get tickets to this. We're way ahead of last year's sales, so. Uh, people can go to secfc.co to register, and uh, we'd love to have people come and hear you and see you speak. So it'd be great.
2: I'll be sure to to put it on my website and to talk to my audience. I and and I appreciate you've been sponsoring my show, and we've been telling my audience as well about it. So I'm really looking forward to it in in September. Snowbird, such a pretty place. The mountains of Utah in the fall is gorgeous. So it's going to be a pr- uh, awesome opportunity to be there.
0: Yeah, it really is just uh, a spectacular place to be in September. So it will be great. It will be great. Well, Richard, thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate your insights, your passion for crowdfunding and your infinite wisdom. Really am grateful to you making time for us today.
2: Devin, it's my pleasure. Been a thrill for me to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Let's do some good.
1: Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts On Air. And is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other change maker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about
0: The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26, 2014 at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before August 31 for just $60 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more at secfc.co